Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Fed This week's episode of FedWork is brought to you by Charmin. Charmin has long-lasting mega rolls that aim to give you a better bathroom experience. Those who use Charmin really enjoy the go. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. This is Katrina Joe And Sarah. And, and we are here. <laughs> yes, I was just about to say. <laughs> Let them know. Come on, give yourself, come on, come on, the intro. I, I, I feel like, Sarah, I don't know, but I feel like Katrina's a little selfish. Like, she wouldn't let me come on as a co-host, but I feel like I could be I was, a good I was going to do the drum roll. I think you could just <laughs> totally do it. And you know what? She'll, she'll just deal. You need a male perspective on this thing. So that's oh, what... 100%. 100%. No, no, no. Okay. That's what we're doing. That's what man cave is. You are now in the man cave. Let's so go. we like we call it man cave because we feel that this is kind of like us peeking into the man cave and getting male mm-hmm. perspective on it on everything. So we wanted you to have uh, to come on for one of mm-hmm. those episodes. So everyone that is listening, this is Lenny. AKA How would you introduce him? Style Lenny. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Which is uh, my yeah. My favorite thing to call you. Go on. That's yeah. That's her nickname she gave me. It's pretty dope. Uh, my name is Lenny S. I am um, a Bronx, New York resident. I mean, I mean, native rather. Um, in the entertainment business for probably a little bit over two decades of my life, and uh, that is my life. That is my world. Entertainment business. I love it. Can you dive a little more into what you do in the ent- entertainment business and and maybe yeah. touch on the iconic gold couch and how that came about <laughs> um yeah okay so i guess um a quick overview you know again started in the bronx um always wanted to be in music my entire life since i was a kid heard run dmc very early on heard hip-hop music very early on and just knew i want to do this didn't know what how when where obviously i was 11 12 years old i had no idea knowledge of what any position meant in the music business but i knew i wanted to do that uh, I saw the clothing, I saw the 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 dial, the slang, the lifestyle, and I just fell in love with it. So um, fast forward, just kind of made my way through and just kind of like attended any kind of event I would hear about, whether it was an Aaliyah in-store signing or a, you know, video that was going on in Harlem. Like I just went, I went to every concert just so that I could just be like around the entertainment people. Fast forward, got some internships. Fast forward, did street team work. Fast forward, did A&R work where I worked on, you know, a bunch of albums from Jay-Z to Neo to Ghostface to, I mean, and, and just helped with anything along the way with Rockefeller, Rock Nation, Def Jam, et cetera. So um, that's like the music portion of it. Uh, again, as an A&R, I helped produce and make albums. Um, and um, and I've been a contributing fact force or contributing person in the whole rock you know from Rockefeller to Rock Nation uh, and I've been with Jay pretty much my whole career my whole life my whole adult life rather um, so that's my summary on the music side and the entertainment side now I'm a manager uh, where I manage several clients like DJ Khaled uh, Fabulous uh, Yellow Beezy just you know a few here and there and I dedicate still my life to uh, artists and entertainment just in a different way as before I made albums and now I pretty much dive into the whole career 
uh, of the artists I work with. For sure. Does that sum it up I a little bit? I love that. Yes. <laughs> talk, a, talk about a journey and, and how you've actually put in the work, you know, to be where you're at now. Like you literally, I mean, I, I'm sure you've thought about this numerous times that like when you look at just the company or, or, you know, what you've built, like you can probably literally do every job, you know, for anyone that's, you know, working with you or under you, you're like, I've done that. I know how to direct you and like, you know, help you along the way because I've been in your shoes, which is dope. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, um, so when I was interning and just kind of like early on in my career, I made sure that I worked in different departments. So whether Mm -hmm. it was helping out or, you know, interning in marketing, whether it was street team, whether it was the radio department, um, I traveled with the artists that I work with. So I'm going to concerts, I'm going to video sets. I'm, I pretty much kind of worked or helped in every department so that one day if I ever decided I wanted to try to run a company or manage an artist, I kind of had all the information and kind of had the experience that it took doing all of the different things in different departments of a record company um, so that I could use that experience to then help maybe manage somebody one day. Yeah. I mean, that's so amazing. You got to down a whole 360 (laughs) from top to bottom. I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. And then there's the, there's the photography side to everything as yeah. well. So talk on that yes. a little bit. Yes, Sarah. Um, photography is a, is a hobby to me. I know people, a lot of people think that it's a profession, that it's what I do. Um, I don't blame them, you know, because of social media, you know, you'll see me post lots of pictures of like, you know, some celebrities or some famous people or just some really dope moments. And they'll assume that uh, I am a shooter, but um. It's always been a hobby. We've always kept the camera on me from young, from a kid. Uh, my mom's would take a lot of pictures of stuff. I then carried that on. I went to high school, had a camera on me at all times in high school. Um, and my book that's coming up that we'll talk about um, hey. has all of this, right? It has, it has this whole journey. Um, but yeah, I just, really the camera was just like, I love how things change and things evolve and styles and clothing and hairstyles. And, you know, we look back and sometimes we laugh. We look back and sometimes we're like, I was killing this shit. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I like that. It's like, you know, in school and especially like in school in your young years and just your early 20s and stuff like, you know, things things change and evolve. And I like capturing those moments to be able to go back on. And then on the side of the entertainment side, for me, I would see like old pictures of like, you know, whatever, like Sammy Davis Jr. talking to, you know, whatever great baseball player at that time or Sinatra talking to you know, Clive Davis or whatever the case may be. And to me, those things, because I love entertainment so much, they were like super iconic to me. So when I started taking pictures in the music business, you know, I kind of just was like, okay, like Jay-Z's talking to like, you know, Lior Cohen, uh, DMX, while like, you know, Ja Rule is sitting there drinking a soda. Like for me, it was just like, this could be something like later on, like maybe not at that moment. Um, But I, you know, always try to be like a visionary and Try to kind of feel like if I capture this moment, it could be something in 15, 20 years. And uh, it turned out that I caught a few decent moments that um, that worked Iconic out. Iconic moments for sure. Legit coolest moments that I've ever seen. No, no, cameras. no. Like crazy, <laughs> crazy. I love that. And you also mentioned that, you know, growing up, your mom liked to take photos and you grew up around that. And so do you think that that kind of, played a part into just you wanting to always take photos because I feel like nowadays with social media it's like you're either one or the other you're like no no no, I don't want pictures I don't want to take selfies or I don't want to post 
And then you're like, I love capturing moments with my family, my friends, with work, you know, just depending on how you grew up. I agree. Um, yeah, she wasn't like like a crazy photographer or nothing like that. But I do remember like, and I still have them to the day, uh, come on my past, but she like, she would take photos with like uh, photographers, like she would do shoots. So like okay. on, the, on our wall, she'd have like her running through Central Park. You know what I mean? So it was Aww, like, I mean, yeah. not, yeah, not like super often, but the fact that she even got a photographer to capture her, you know, in like a really dope, um, in these really dope um, sceneries and stuff. Uh, I know I remember that. And and again, you know, my birthday parties and everything, beach, and we would go to Disney World. She just would always yeah. capture yeah. the moment. So, so of course that kind of like helped. And, uh, and I just wanted to continue on. I, I just liked it. I don't know. I felt like, you know, maybe I didn't want to necessarily be in front of the camera, but like just out with my friends, I felt like my friends were always cool. They dress cool. They listen to cool music. They dance cool. So I just always wanted to like catch those moments. And I, and I have a lot of them. That's dope. I love that. So you mentioned a book. Are we putting a book out? Photography? Yeah. Yeah. It? yeah. So, so doing like, I have a couple of, there's a couple of books coming, but I mean, We'll learn about some of them later on. But the first one or two, uh, I'm still trying to decide which is which, but like definitely doing my like 25 year in the business coffee table book. Like it'll be like hopefully huge, like the Rihanna, I don't know if you've seen the Rihanna book. Like yeah, yeah. Really, really pretty dope like that. Um, and then there's another one I have called the gold standard, which is about Ooh. my office. And that's the gold couch one. So, so one is a little bit more, you know, set and structured on like this is what this is like the gold couch is everybody that's been on there and the gold couch is pretty much like coming from nothing to something so it doesn't matter if you're a barber a director a business owner uh a, you know videographer or an artist you know what i mean it's you making something out of yourself and having a story and that story is what leads you to, to, to get to let's say the gold standard so i have um i love i used to always love the idea basically came from like um MTV, when you used to visit MTV, they would have like a Polaroid booth that you would go right, in, yeah, make, make, yeah. yeah, make funny faces. And then like, just how you have those pictures behind you, they'd be like these strips of photos. And I just always thought that was dope. And then they hang them up and sometimes they sign them or not. So I was like, I'm going to do Polaroids like that. So anybody who steps in the gold office, I'll get the Polaroid of them. They'll sign them. So I got their autograph. I got the Polaroid. And then I'll take a digital just to like have, you know, um, for archival sake, um, and then it just became a thing. Like it started moving on and I just started featuring again, everybody who was like making something out of themselves and had a story. Cause I just want to always be able to promote and encourage people to like, you know, shoot, shoot for their dreams and go for the, you know, shoot for the stars. So, and that's really what it was. I mean, um, that was the real like theme behind it. The, the fake theme behind it or the, the real <laughs> was, was we, the real shit was, um, it was a new office and we have these glass walls, right? You know, so they wanted to be like very open space, communal, um, sort of like how everything in probably San Francisco is at these companies. So anyway, I thought it was kind of whack that like you'd be able to look into my office every day, like everybody, like anybody who passed by would look in. So if you had like a shitty office or whack or it just felt whack to me. So I was like, I need something. So when they look in here, they're looking at something cool. So yeah. I got this obnoxious gold couch. And um, my friend Tata, my brother, who I love to death, who I would die for, was like, that couch is fucking hideous. And, <laughs> and, and you're going to embarrass this office. Like, this is what he told me. So now, because I trust and I believe my brothers, I'm like, oh, shit, am I tripping? Like, you know, sometimes you make a move, you do a hairstyle, you do a piece of clothing that's not 
too good. Right. Somebody right. better right. check right. you. So, you know, my brothers checked me. And he was like, that couch is hideous. Like, you have to get it out of here. And I'm like, I thought it was dope. Like, I thought it popped and it made sense. Right. So, so long story short, I covered the glass with paper, all with paper. And then I went and bought a gold uh, a table, a desk. I went and bought these, like, 40 vintage frames. I put all my pictures in the frames. I got everything gold, kind of, like, set it up cool. And then I ripped the paper down. And then people were walking. So it wasn't just the couch no more. Right, and people right. were walking by like, oh, shit, this is not bad. Like, this is pretty cool. And then Tata, you know, he looked at it and he was like, yeah, that shit is all right. And then I knew, <laughs> but Tata, that's like, your shit is amazing. And yeah. then from there, Rihanna and different people just started coming and taking pictures. And it kind of took off on its own. I love I have, that. I have been there. Say. And so I have never fan. been on the gold couch. Yeah. Please it do. Please I've been there, but I was there on like a, like, Let's hang, let's grab food, let's chill, like not just yeah. on a gold couch. Like I was just hanging. And because I haven't made it yet. Um, you can so totally, when I do, totally taking photos. When I do, I want to be back there. No, but. Um, you guys have to come together so you can. Yeah, do we yeah. yeah. We're gonna, we'll have a bad work trip. But so what I will well. say is when lifestyle is away, like <laughs> things keep happening, right? So like. We get there and he has like 25 packages just waiting for him because everyone <laughs> wants him to have stuff. So not only is it this like fire gold office, but then it looks like a mall is just inside with all that. <laughs> and I'm like, this, I'm like, this is Lenny, what's your life? You know? And that's kind of where my style kind of started yeah. was that and yeah. you know. She's right. She's right. Everything else. The, Pretty. The packages, by the way, are appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I've worked really hard and um, a couple of nights. I've been good to you know to people, and they just return the favor by a t-shirt here, a candle there, a yeah. pair of sneakers there. It's cool though because it shows that, like, like you said, it shows that people appreciate you too. Yeah. And um, in the office, the picture frames, like he has some of the most iconic things that I've ever seen. And he's like, oh, well, I was there. Or, oh, and I was just like, wow, what a Stop. cool thing to look back at. You know, I mean, I have, I love pictures, not on the same level as you. Like, I don't take pictures well mm -hmm. like you, but I, I like Stop. to capture moments. And it's really fun looking back, especially as we get older, you know, I'm like, like you said, the things we were wearing, like there was, I, I had like a midriff top and some like tight <laughs> jeans with like acid wash on them. And I'm like, what belt? Oh no, that? not the acid wash. It's just, you know, things no. that you're like, what, that was what, 2001? What? Yeah, but that, that that's my point, right? Like yeah. all those things come around, like acid wash, uh, tie-dye, just yeah. like bell bottoms are coming. Like, I mean, yeah. how long were we in this psychotic, crazy baggy stage? Right. Went to the European tighter than tighter than tight and now baggy's coming back and yeah. people are doing more bell bottoms and more baggy pants and oversized sweaters and and I, yeah so it, it just you know it, it evolves or, or it comes back around yeah and it's cool to be able to like kind of find the actual 90s and the new 90s that's coming back around and be like <laughs> which one's better <laughs> i know right i love that um yeah cool so <clears throat> Let's segue into the really fun stuff. <laughs> Relationships. Everyone wants to know all about that. Um, so obviously, you know, those those of you who are, are relatively new to lifestyle, um, he gets to travel all around the world and do all these really fun things with his friends slash clients, mainly friends. 
Um, cause I feel like you're, you're lucky enough that you get to work with your friends, you know, which I think is yeah. incredible. But with that also comes the fact that you, like, I literally never know where you are. I'll text you like, where in the world yeah. are you? Yeah. So how is that with, when you're trying to have a relationship, like how does that work when you're constantly on the move? Um, it's the absolute worst. It, it's, it's the reason probably why I'm in the position I'm in now. Um, you know, and, and, and I'll take some, some, um, accountability for it. You know what I mean? Cause I, I can't just say, Oh, women, they don't understand. They don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do that. And most people will always deflect or rather just throw it on somebody else. So they'll throw it on the, the women, like, no, they don't understand. They're crazy. They're you know tripping. It's not necessarily the case. Uh, it is a part of it. You know what I mean? I definitely have dated women where, um, you know, I'm not around too often. And, 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 and in the beginning it's like, cool. Cause you're just getting to know somebody and you're, you know, messing with them or talking to them, whatever. And then after a while, when you start to become a little more serious, it, it starts to become a thing like, Oh, you're not going to be here this weekend again. Or oh, you're not going to be there for this holiday. You're not going to. So, you know, you have to kind of try to find somebody where you can incorporate, you know, and it's not always easy for me because like, Again, right? Like you said, I work with artists. I work with people. I work with entertainers. I work with people who are super private. And not to say you can't bring them around, but I mean, like, sometimes those things also take time. The development of, you know, of the relationship even between somebody on the outside. I may have 10 years in with them, but this person may only have 10 weeks in with them or 10 months. So that is a part of it, too. Like, there, there are different factors, but it definitely doesn't help. And it's, it's definitely been the reason why a lot of the times I can't hold on to somebody unfortunately do you feel that Mm -hmm. because i feel like sometimes women when you know if they're if they're dating a man that has a similar profession as you right i feel like sometimes women their go-to is like well why can't i just come why can i why can i go with you right like why can't i just be around all the time oh you fly in here i'm gonna fly too so do you feel like Sure, you can come, but you know you need that balance of okay. I need to just focus on work and then come home to you. And you know sometimes you can come, or do you just like to completely separate the two? Great question. In the beginning, yes. In the beginning, it's like it has to be separate. And and, and <clears throat> this is one of my pet peeves that it really kind of pisses me off because I think a lot of times people outside of the entertainment business don't respect the entertainment person's job. And mm-hmm. when I say that, I mean, you know, I can't go with you if you work at FedEx to like go to work with you every day or if you're going on a conference. I can't go with you to, you know, wherever you work at. I'm not, I'm saying any job, anywhere yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Do, do I have, you know, more leeway on my end? Yes. Again, I'm going to take the accountability on my side, but it doesn't mean that every time I may be going to Miami, the Bahamas to work in one session or an album for a few days you know, if I know that there's space there and I can manipulate, you know, some time in with you. Yeah. Why not come? I got this room for five days. We're going to be here. And when I'm not working, we'll enjoy. But sometimes I do know I'm going to be like 24 hours around the clock. And it's like, why do that? We're going to go. And then you're actually going to be there and be like, well, when am I going to get time? Well, when yeah. you, get, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost not to say no wins, but I mean, you kind of got to just play it along the way. I know also sometimes that I may go somewhere and it's like, look, we're going to be here for seven days and I'm max going to have three days of work. So that works, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of the times it doesn't always work that way. I mean, listen, I've been right now with Monday. I haven't been home in three weeks and I left for three days. I only left for three days. I left no for three way. days to, to, to go somewhere. Then I end up going to LA, which I stay in LA half the time. 
stayed in LA for a week, came to see Khaled in Miami, where I'm now, for two days. And I'm now here, this is my fifth day, and I'm going to be here another five. So again, right, it, women don't really want to hear that. It's like, what do you mean? You told me you were leaving for four days. And it's like, right. and we might have we had plans. We might have, but I can't control, oh, you know, Khaled's like, yo, call me, go, have him come by. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> now they're here. Oh, 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 I just spoke to Nas. Nas is coming. So stay another two days. Oh, we got that meeting on Friday with, you know, Netflix. I can't control this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, by the way, my kids have to deal with it too. I'm supposed yeah. to have my kids. I'm supposed to go see them. I'm supposed to do things. So, so for me, it's like, man, sometimes I can't even get to my kids. So no disrespect, but I can't even tolerate hearing it from you to a degree. If I can't even get to my kids and, and not to say they're okay with it, but I'm like, I'm managing that. Like you, you're an adult. So again, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. I take responsibility and accountability, but you know, it, it is what it is. And and I've chosen to put my work first for the most part. So I have to live with that too. The last girl told me, she was like, you're going to be, you're going to be that man that's 70 years old in a diner eating meatloaf alone. And I was like, that's so harsh though. Oh my God. Because of how it happened. Why the meatloaf how, alone? I know. By the way, yeah, I don't eat meatloaf, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm like, no, I was like, no, I'm going to be having hash browns with eggs. Obviously, you pick. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, but I get it. And like, I don't yeah. take offense to things like that. But I mean, it's a harsh reality. Like, yeah. yo, I'm in my 40s and I'm like single right now. Like, you know, and I've had some great times. I've had some great relationships, but it's like, it just didn't work. And a lot of the times I do have to take responsibility that I put my work first. And, you know, hopefully I mean somebody who maybe is in the business, maybe understands more, maybe, you know just kind of could work around our life better. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's one of the sacrifices that people I feel like forget about, especially for people in the industry that maybe, you know, you're not the artist, but you are so pivotal to their development and what's happening with them. And, you know, there's probably a million times where you're like, I'm sorry, I'm going to be another week. And they're like, okay, well, like, who are you really with? Like, let's be honest. Yeah. That's one of the first things women go to is, oh, okay. So who's flying out then? By the way, we're not even getting into all the, the conspiracy theories, yeah. the accusations. We're not, I'm just talking to you guys because none of us obviously deal with each other. There's right. no personal. We're just talking about normal, regular shit. Yeah. We're not even getting into, yeah, right. I know you're fucking like, I know somebody else is coming. Right. I right. know. We're not even getting into, and then how do you think a person feels who hears that and is like, like, what? Like, I'm stuck here 17 hours a day doing meetings and Zooms and working and with an artist and you're talking about sneak, like you can't even, you know, not to say it doesn't happen. It happens with people. Right. I'm just saying, you know, you know how that shit goes when you're blamed yeah. for something that you're not doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's... So, so welcome to my fucked up life, guys. <laughs> I can not even name I'm glad you guys can laugh about it. No, I'm not. I mean, even, even when you mention though, like you can't even make time for like your kids, right? So like, you are literally juggling so many schedules. You're trying to then also make time for maybe a relationship, right? Or to build one. Then you have your kids. Like, where is Lenny time? What, oh, like, no, do we have self-care Sundays? <laughs> no, it doesn't exist. But let me tell you something. And I don't want to get, like, too, like, fake, deep or spiritual. I realized, you know, probably a decade or ago, so ago that, like, I believe, you know, this is what God put me here for. Like, God put me here to be there for people, to be the light for people, to push people. Like I'm not, I'm not the one that needs the pushing or wants the pushing rather. I'm here to push artists, to push music, to push culture, to push something that 
I, I just want to help be responsible for a legacy of whoever, whomever I worked with. And then my legacy to be like, leave something behind that meant something. So if that is me being alone at an old age, so be it. If that is, you know, me leaving something behind for the music, for people, for the albums that we do, the pictures that I've taken, you know, they're going to be in museums one day. Like if that's what that leaves behind, then I'm, I'm willing to accept that. When that woman told me that, you know, I kind of like, was like, damn, but you know what I'm saying? And I just kind of was like, I really accepted it. And I wasn't really offended about it because I was like, if I can leave all this other stuff behind and that's the result of it, that's the sacrifice. Cool, sis. Well, I mean, you already yes. have a legacy either way because you have children, right? So you, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's already like a, a beautiful thing that, you know, all the other things are, are going to happen as well. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around that. You, you, your photos will be in a museum yeah. one day. Like that's just legitimately what will happen. But the rest of it is is all kind of, you know, a bonus. Or and by the way, I love what I do. Like, I love what I do. I'm not saying I love it more than being in a relationship. People think, like, I want to be in a relationship, guys. I want to be in love. I love being in love. I love love. We what? want you wanna, to be in love. I know. Them, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I also can't force it. You know what I mean? I've definitely tried. Definitely tried. Yeah. But that's, that's a powerful thing, though, to be able to accept both sides. Like, hey, I want this. I want love. I want a relationship. You know, I want my career, I want my legacy, but I'm also accepting and and perfectly comfortable with the latter. If I am alone and I am just all about my work and my kids and whatever, like being able to really feel confident in both ends of the spectrum is such a powerful position to be in. Yeah, thank you. That's right. So kudos to you for that in general. <laughs> this episode of FedWork is brought to you by Charmin. Those who use Charmin really enjoy the go. Charmin has a variety of products to satisfy your to-go needs. Now we are talking about our bathroom experience. That is one thing that we all have in common, all of us, the need to go. So why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Softness matters at home and in the bathroom. And Charmin has a variety of products that makes your to-go experience that much better. There's Charmin Ultra Soft, which has irresistible cushiony softness. Charmin Ultra Strong for superior strength and absorbency. Or try Charmin Fleshable Wipes and get the freshest, clean Charmin has. And don't forget, Charmin's long-lasting mega rolls. Charmin aims to give you a better bathroom experience. At Charmin, they believe that won't happen if you finish it all off with the wrong toilet paper, which is why they make a toilet paper that's just right for everybody. So try Charmin and enjoy a better bathroom experience. What do you guys, are we allowed to talk about where you guys stand? Sure. Sure, if you want. I mean. <laughs> yeah, because I, I follow both of you. conversation. I follow both of you on social media and I'm impressed and, and love the guy, the, the lives you guys live. And um, I don't really see posting with Bay. <laughs> and I'm there. sure there's a, there, there are Bays that exist. There have been Oh, why is Katrina looking around? Why is Sarah looking down? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm I mean, so lost. sure, sure, I've dated, but um, Aww. you know, I am private, and Aww. I am not in a relationship at the moment. And um, yeah, I just prefer to keep things private until maybe I want to pop out on the gram with a ring one day or something, you know. <laughs> so, Sarah, before you answer, uh, I just want to say to Katrina. That's another one of my downfalls is that I'm private and I don't post. So it's like, oh, you don't post me. Oh, you don't really want to show me. Oh, you're not proud of me. Oh, I don't want to be with you. So that's another. And it's just like, 
I, again, I don't, I don't even post my kids. So again, I, I would think that those things will help because it's like sometimes, you know, when you're posting everything under the sun except them, of course they're going to feel like, what's going on here? You hiding me? You, you right, got some right, other? Right. By the way, I, I'm very self-aware and I get it. But when I'm like, I've never posted my kids in my life, in my life ever. Wouldn't, never. They've even asked me, like, dad, you know, I don't post <laughs> and I'm like, guys, you're, you're all that I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. So, so anyway, that's all I want to keep to myself is my woman, if I have one, and my children. That's it. That's the only thing. The internet is a very cruel place. It is a very judgmental place. It is a very harsh place. And I just don't want to deal with that with my, you know what I mean? I don't care. You want to say about me, I'm ugly, big nose. But I don't care what you want to say. Fat, cool. You, my, you don't like my artist. You hate our songs. You think Khaled is, is goofy. I don't care what you want. That's cool. We're fine. I'm bulletproof. But for my children and my girl, I just don't. Want that? Sorry, yeah. someone's calling me. No, you're fine. <laughs> Sorry, so no, but I, I agree with that because there is a difference between being protective, right? Which yeah. you're you're being, and I I tend mm-hmm. to be with my personal life and my relationships, and being secretive. And yeah, I feel yes. like for people on the outside who don't necessarily use their platforms more for work or to show different aspects of their careers they do start to think that of like, why am I not on your page? Why are you not posting if we're on vacation together or, you know, an anniversary or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's more so coming from a a place of protection, especially like you said, you've dealt with, you know, the gossip, the conspiracy theories, all of, all of these things where, you know, Sarah and I have also had similar scenarios and we've dealt with, you know, the trolls and the blogs and the, you know, things (laughs) like that. And, And unless you've experienced that, like you don't really understand how protective you need to be of the things that you love. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, I know for me, I, um, uh, I am also very private. Um, Ooh. but I also, was, <laughs> I was also in a space where it was like, I had a, a lot of people didn't even know that I had a full-time day job on top of what I did at the clubs. So for me, it was like, it was very, very difficult to find any time for myself, let alone mm-hmm. actually being in a relationship. So most of the time, like I want to say nine times out of 10, I was in a long distance relationship because oh. it was just easier to like operate on my own at my own pace with everything else going on. And then like we made it work when we could see each other, talk when we can. And, you know, that was how that was like the only thing I knew how to make work really. Um, and now that I'm like, you know, the pace has slowed down a little bit. I moved back home. My mm-hmm. schedule is kind of at my own. I'm like, damn, did I really like, like, did I let a good one go anytime? Like, did I mess that mm-hmm. up? Was that me putting my career or, you know, myself over what I wanted really down the road? And that's kind of like a scary realization when, mm-hmm. you know, you're sitting there and you're like, damn, like there were some good men in my life that like, I never really like forced <clears throat> yeah. the, the, I don't know what you want to call it. Like here comes Sarah dictionary. Um, like force the the rule of like, I want to be in a relationship. Like I want to, like, I want to be in the same yeah. place as you. I want to, you know, if I have to fly out to see you all the time, like I didn't do that. And so now I'm looking back, like, oh, did I really fuck up? So <laughs> no, like everything a, happens for a reason. Well, I know, know that, but that it's like, true. yeah. You know, so there's a Sarah and Katrina graveyard somewhere with a bunch of guys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Didn't make it. I get it. Just, sure. just wondering sure. what that graveyard looks like. That's all. Yeah, you know, it was um, <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're on this topic, I mean, Lenny, do you know what Fed work is? Good question. No, please tell me. 
Good question. Okay. Yeah, please. Okay. Do you want to explain, Sarah? So let's say <laughs> that you start talking to someone or you get kind of, you know, interested in someone and you want to do your background check on them. Oh, wow. That's what FedWork is. It's like the modern day background check. So whether it's like looking at their Instagram, Google, you know, checking different things. Could I, could I give is, my opinion on that? Yeah, yeah. you got it. Okay, so I'm on the fence with that, right? And and again, right? I, I always play both sides of the fence because I don't like, you know, just looking at things my way and my perspective doesn't mean I'm right just because it's the way I feel. Right. I think, I think, a, 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 um, what would you say? Like a light brush through, which is like what I think is Instagram. I, I think Instagram is everybody's surface resume, right? Okay. For anything, yeah. I don't care if it's love, personal work, People go to Instagram. It's the easiest place to go to that you're going to find probably the most sort of like somewhat information through images, uh, captions, stories, you know, uh, highlight reels. You're going to you're going to kind of see what this person is about. Doesn't mean you can you have to judge them off of it, but you're going to see what it's about. You're going to see whether they have thirty nine bikini pictures at a Vegas <laughs> hotel pool, which is nothing wrong. No, I'm saying, right, or, right, yeah. like, you know, dinner, you're going to just kind of see and be like, okay, you kind of got to get a sense of what they're about. I don't mind that the Googling, you know, and other things like that. I think it's a little weird because like sometimes there's so much information that is wrong. I've been a victim of it. I've gone on dates with girls and, and they've been like, so I looked online and it says you're married. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? And then you have to like have this stupid conversation because right. it's something you saw online. Again, I'm not knocking you, not calling that person stupid. I'm saying that yeah, no, no. they're just, they're just, I think, get to know somebody. Do I look at somebody's Instagram? Of course. It's all we have to go off of. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But I don't do anything. You know, I wouldn't necessarily Google search and I would get to know them first. And that's all I say because I've definitely dated people who like definitely came back and like had things to say about something they saw, something their friend saw online and their friend was warning them like, hey, you're about to date this guy. And I just saw that. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, I get it. Things do exist. I'm not saying they're not true. Some of them are true. You know what I mean? But like a lot of times you don't know what happened. You don't know the real story. You don't know. You know what I mean? You can only go off of, and I'm private. So none of my stuff is out there. If it's somebody who you kind of kind of see and they've done, you know, they vocalize their things. Maybe they're on their live. Maybe they're talking shit. Maybe that's different because you could kind of get, but for me, who's private, everything you're reading online could be hit or miss. Right. Some of it, obviously, did I date that person? Yeah. What happened with that person after? What is, is that true? We don't fucking know because I've never right. said anything about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only thing. It's just like, I think get to know somebody. If I see something about a girl, hear something, I'll be like, cool, but I'm going to get to know them and see what. Because even if something happened with you and that person, you might get a different version of them. Right. I you know what I'm saying? Whoever, whoever I'm in love with, they may not get, you know, that side of me that that person did because that person may be drove me insane and then we argued and we were toxic. You know what I mean? Just because you were toxic in one relationship doesn't mean you're going to be toxic at all. I, I'm just right, laying right. out. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's, that's, I all. that's my, that's yeah, my and I think, that's all. Yeah. No, and I think you brought up a, a good point that I don't think we often touch on on this podcast because, you know, we do have the feed empowerment daily thing, right? Aspect of fed work. And then we have the actual fed work, which is the background, you know, modern day background check. But you brought up a good point that, basically fed work can sometimes steer you wrong, right? Like you can do fed work, you can look online, you can try to piece things together being a fed, right? And then come up with a whole story that has no merit at all. 
Yeah. And those yeah. stories <laughs> in depth, like you can look at someone and be like, oh, well, listen, I know this, 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 and this, I know he's yeah, yeah. this way, this, and then you meet him and you're like, wait, nothing that I just read was true. Like yeah. there's no yeah. way. And it's so, yeah, I mean, we're, I feel like you and I, Katrina, have like we started this as like advocates for FedWork and how <clears throat> how good it is because it is good to be empowered with knowledge when you can find it. Of but course. at the same time, there's also that little bit of of the aspect of is it true though? You know, or am I using benefit my of the own doubt? Creative, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. is it true or? you know, is it more so stressing me out more than just to go like, you know, if, if a woman is dating Lenny and she's doing fed work, she's more stressed out doing fed work sometimes than just going straight to Lenny being like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And by the way, there are some guys out there that maybe there are 19 girls saying he was full of shit. He did this. So I'm not, that could be true too. I mean, I'm not defending that you shouldn't do. I'm just saying if it, if it's like, you know, Give, give the person the benefit of the doubt if you can and try to get to know them a little bit, even while doing your research. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for you, would you ask the questions? Like, would you ask those kind of questions when you start dating someone? Would you be like, I, I, personally, I, personally, I wouldn't. I mean, I'd ask you organically and naturally, like if we're just talking about stuff, but like, even if I knew something, I, 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 I'm, I promise you, I probably wouldn't ask. I'd maybe, if we're talking about it, I'd see maybe if you bring it up or something, but like, I probably would have asked him, like, hey, so right on Google, December 12th, 19, you know what I'm saying? Like, I probably wouldn't, me, that's personal, but I mean, you know, I don't knock anybody who does. And anybody who's asked me questions, I've definitely answered, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Like, are you going to be, if if you don't want them searching for it, are you going to tell them? 100%. I don't hide anything and I'm totally open to, yeah, I did. I went on a date with a girl one time and she was like, Oh, I saw something online that this girl said that you were like, you know, not great for her. And she had to, and I was like, okay. But then like us, four months, five months later, she's like, oh my God, this is a great guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yeah. You, I don't, did you guys, oh, let me, so, I mean, this is fed work. Like, yeah. so yeah. what did you guys find, what did you guys find about me that you were unpleasant <laughs> with? See, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I haven't done fed work on you, but okay. I tend to only do fed work not only just on men that I'm interested in, but when I am dating a man and I feel yeah. like shit's not adding up, that's the only time I do fed work. Makes sense. Like some, like, I don't rem- I don't think I've really done fed work maybe in the beginning, maybe a little bit, but the mm-hmm. minute, like, I feel like he's lying or some shit's yeah. not adding up. I'm like, when the red flags come, you're like, yes, yes. That's when the fed work kicks in. So I really only do it on guys I'm dating too, but I do it right in the beginning. So like, and that's partly because I grew up like when I, <clears throat> when I really first like got into like dating, dating, it was the beginning of college. And like the mm-hmm. first two years, what was the second year? I think the second year Facebook was like implemented as a test mm-hmm. at our school. And suddenly I'm like, my boyfriend was where doing what with who? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I felt like a Cardi B line and all of a sudden I realized like the power was in my fingertips. Like I could find out anything yeah. I wanted to anytime I wanted. And of course I was dating a guy who was doing all the shit. So like it just fueled the fire that I found stuff all the time. And so I feel like for me, it's almost like a safety blanket where I'm like, let me just find out now what I'm getting into, which I do feel like is not a positive thing. And I've been working on that. Yeah. Cause like I said, just a couple minutes ago, like 
you don't know what you're going to find out if it's real or not. I'd rather just ask you, like, I'd rather just come yeah. right to you and ask you, and then yeah. maybe I'll verify. That's another, um, I would say, I don't say big, but slight, mis- I don't know, big or slight, whatever in the middle of slight and big, <laughs> medium. <laughs> that's, a, that's another medium <laughs> misconception about me. I, I, I'm, I'm in the entertainment business and I'm around a lot of women all the times and I, I do a lot of events. I throw parties. I throw some birthday of the parties. dopest parties, my birthday party, Halloween party, ugly, ugly Christmas sweater party. So I do throw parties. So like, of course, I, I know a lot of women. I know a lot of men. I know. So me being around women a lot, another like, you know, it's like, oh, he has to be, or he has to be fucking or smashing. I don't know if you can curse on here. Can you curse you can, on Yes, Sorry. we can do whatever. Yeah. yeah like, he, he has to be like, there's no way he's not. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, no. Or like some of my friends may be savages. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't mean that I am. And it's really like, it's, it's really just a different thing. But I personally, guys, I don't, I don't really give a fuck what people say. And I mean, I only care about the people that I care about, what they have to say. So if you're my real friend, if you're my real brother, my real sister, what I mean by like, just not even like blood, I mean like family, like, yes, if you have something to tell me that's weird, a hundred percent, I'm going to listen and I'm going to do what I have to do. But right. it's just like, oh, I heard this and I heard you be fucking mad girls. You be right. And it's like, I don't, I'm not going to like try to prove myself that I'm not, but like, that's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I could see again, what it looks like. I'm away. I'm gone. I'm here. I'm doing an event. I'm doing a party. There's 300 girls to, you know, 50 guys. Like I can see what it would look like. Again, I'm self-aware and I, you know what I'm saying? I take accountability, right. but it's, but it doesn't mean that I'm sleeping with them. Yeah. So again, I have to deal with that. Like, oh, Lenny, you want to throw dope parties? You want to know a lot of women? You want to be friends with? This is what you're going to have to deal with. I accept all of these things. I don't want it. I don't like it. But what am I going to do? Like, oh, no. So I'll just start throwing whack parties with 20 <laughs> guys and two girls. That's what I'll do so that I can make people feel comfortable Better. that I'm not fucking girls. Like, that's just stupid to me. So I guess I have a question then. Let's say someone starts dating you and they come at you like that. Like, is that going to be a turnoff for you? To what do you mean, kind of- let's say? It happens every day. Well, I'm just saying, like, let's <laughs> come up to you and they're like, well, I heard this, this, and this about you. So is that going no, no, to be no, something I- where it writes you, you know, you kind of write them off? Like, oh, I, I already know what I'm getting into with this person? Yeah, kind of. Sometimes it's a flag if it's like if they're super aggressive about it, you know what I mean, or or judgy, judgmental mm-hmm. about it, right? Because it's like, oh, you already have an idea. You already think you have an idea of who I am. And I may not even be able to, like, turn that around. And by the way... Is it my responsibility to somewhat, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not here to prove myself. I mean, again, when you're dating, of course, you're going right, to give right. somebody the best of you. And, you know, you're going through a trial period. You're going through a, we get it. But I'm saying I'm not on trial like my, myself. We're both on trial per se as people, as humans dating, seeing if this is somebody you want to spend the rest of your life with. That's what dating is. From dating, you fall in love. From falling in love, you get married. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. But I'm not on trial. Like, this is not you're good, you're fine, you're the angel, and I, you have to see if I'm good enough or, or if I'm really right. not fucking these girls. Like, that, that's not what we're going to do here. I want a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? So I have no problem answering because... Again, the power of social media, the power of the internet, the power of rumors, the power of gossip is always going to fucking rule. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to hear about Sweetie or Quavo's amazing things they've done. You're going to hear about the breakup and the repossession of the car. You're not going to hear about what the good they're doing. So the power of the bullshit is always going to, you know what I'm saying? last or so so i don't knock anybody for asking because that's what their friends gonna tell them if i'm asking katrina out sarah may be like hey i've seen them come to the club with different girls all the time like it's not you know no, yeah. I'm, I'm not even being 
funny. Like it's yeah. a real thing. And again, people don't think about those things. And it's like, I even think about it sometimes where it's like, I'm just hanging with people and I'm like, damn, sometimes people see me with different people. I hope they don't think that, but I ha- I can't worry about it, but I know that it exists. You know what I'm saying? And most yeah. of the time I could care less about any of them. They're just like girls who want to go to the club for free. Yeah. I also think there's a way that you carry yourself. Um, like other people that you you specifically, yeah. um, where you don't walk in like, yeah, 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 slimy dude. Like that's not who you, you know are. me. You know me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. Like, come on. Yeah. So that's not it. Like I've I've never got that vibe from you ever. Yeah. But so like any ladies that are interested, like good dude here. Okay. <laughs> um, a little play. good dude, good dude right here. <laughs> But there's people who, there's other people who don't carry themselves that way. And when they wonder why they have that reputation, it's like, bro, look at you. Yeah, like, yeah. you really look at you and you wonder why. You're a wild like, cowboy, yeah. Right, right. Like in the yeah. middle of LA. Everywhere. Either way, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of stuck with it, in, in a sense. But again, if you speak to anybody real, sorry, you know me. Obviously, Katrina doesn't know me. I think we have mutual friends, Katrina, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like... If you, anybody that you know that knows me for real will be like, oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I depend on. I depend on the real ones to deliver a real, you know what I'm saying? Even if I heard something about you, Katrina, I'd be like, oh, sorry, what I heard? And she'll, right? She'll right. defend it. She'll be like, nah. She, and then that's all I need. I don't need like, oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that would say, nah. Maybe that would be true, what you heard. What did you hear? I, I heard that she likes... Uh, Hennessy for some stupid reason. Hey, I, I was gonna ask you what's in your cup, though. I needed to ask you that. What are oh, we drinking? This is, this is a spritz. This is a spritz. This is a light, oh. you know, daytime. Okay. The douce comes out later. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little, uh, and some maybe some ace. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not a big champagne drinker, though. Ace, with brunch. ace is amazing. Ace with brunch. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> if I need something for my orange juice, yeah. Yes. I, I, th- I feel like orange juice always needs a friend. Yeah, yeah, for it sure. should always have a friend. Okay. So you're so, okay? Okay. Go, go ahead. No, go. No, I was going to say you're okay with Katrina drinking Hennessy. That's fine with you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I No, don't, you don't have to answer that. You don't have okay. to answer that. Come on. Come on. I, I'm interested in this answer. Are we okay, Sarah? <laughs> I think that we're, we're very happy with Hennessy. We're very happy. We're with very happy with Hennessy. Okay. I think that's fine. Um, you know, personally, love it. So yeah, I'm fine with anyone else who does, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I sure, also sure. love the bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Sarah yeah. loves bubbles. Love the bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. She's a, different, she's a different person with the bubbles. Oh wow! I'm, I wish we could have did this in person and like I know. I know. had bubbles and brown. Right. We'll yeah. do another one. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're our new co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We are introducing. Got it. <laughs> I'm a pretty decent perspective. Edward 2.0 with Lenny what? S. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I just have to get my teeth whitened like you guys. Guys, the teeth are so good. Not that you got them whitened, I'm saying they're okay, so good. <laughs> no, I'm saying the teeth, they're Thank so good. You. I have Thank to get mine whitened to match you guys. <laughs> I just got lights on me. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, tell you about that question. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. I was just going to ask you, um, just to touch on it super quick, like, I don't want to hang too much on like the pandemic and all of that stuff, but what has been like the biggest challenge that you've had to deal with, with, you know, everything in 2020, especially with with the amount of travel you do, studios, concerts, all of that stuff being such a pivotal part of your career. What has that been like for you, you know, this last year? 
I think um, probably what everybody has had to deal with or, or I think should have dealt with, which is uh, reinventing yourself. Um, I think uh, it, it made people, you know, obviously rethink everything and reorganize and restructure. And, and I think reinvent, which has been my favorite word throughout the pandemic, is like, what are you going to do? Because everything you've been doing, for the most part, for most people, isn't working or isn't going to work or didn't work. So it's like now how do you turn that around? How do you, you know, if you were going to the office every day or you were traveling here and there all the time and now that's dead, how do you, you know, turn that around? If you were shooting videos outside or you were a director, or, you know what I'm saying? Like how do you turn that around? So, you know, not only for myself, obviously, but being a manager and working with Khaled and different artists, you know, that's what we did. And we turned everything around and we shot commercials from home and we, and not just like, like we thought of it early on, you know, remember we put out that Geico Khaled commercial right. early on. I mean, those right. his bathroom and his house, like where normally they wouldn't even think they'd be right. like Los right. Angeles. This We turned everything that was in Los Angeles and New York and just everywhere around the country. We made it right in Miami from his home. So, so again, the reinvention and then thinking, let's do this, let's do, you know, um, interviews and meet and greets online and virtual stuff. And so, you know, we were on it really pretty early, you know what I mean? As early as, you know, Versus was and as early as D nice was and as early as a lot of the amazing things that were happening, you know what I mean? So, so just reinvention. Um, yeah, but it was hard for me because all I do is travel. Right. And it, it drove me nuts. Um, nuts, literally nuts being home. But the good thing was I got to work on my book cause I've been procrastinating for three years and, you know, sitting down for so many months straight, I was able to like archive and, and pick out the photos that I wanted and start editing. So that, that helped a lot. I love that. I can't wait. Yeah. Do you have any idea when that's going to come out? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, uh, it was supposed to be fall. I mean, like, I mean, holiday, which holiday is like, you know, October, November, December. Yeah. Um, but at, at latest, spring 2021. Just because of maybe production, how long? I mean, I mean, 2022. I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. 2022. I was like, right now? Yeah, no, but it's gonna be it's gonna be so worth it. I promise you. It's I'm like, so excited. I have like a spot life, yeah. on my table, like waiting. Oh, I can't wait. Spot. Thank you, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Of course. No, you know, I mean that was the first thing that I said when I walked in your office. I'm like, where's the book? Like, when is this gonna happen? <laughs> it's it's like one of the the, the the most love I get on like socials and, and just online in general of like I want to pre-order, you know what I mean? Like, and you really see the real genuine love and respect and admiration that people have, you know, for me and the photos I've taken and, and how much they're waiting for it. You know what I mean? Like literally hundreds and hundreds of people like, I want to pre-order. I don't care that it's not ready. I just want <laughs> my slot. So yeah. 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 Are you going to do a limited release? Yeah. So I'm going to do like probably three versions, right? So like one version will be like the super affordable, you know, $55 versions, a little smaller the next one would be, like I said, the Rihanna, the one on the side of the Rihanna one. Not the last one that's 1500 She had one that was like 150 It's like, it's like okay. really pretty yeah. massive. It is massive and it's 500 pages and it's only 150 So like a certain amount of those. And then like the massive $1,500 one that comes with prints, that comes with my signature, that massive. comes with just a, a load more. That, you know, yeah. Like a super limited, maybe like 100 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like three different versions for sure. So smart. Yeah. I love that. It's the only thing I got right in my life, you know. I can't get women right. I can't get my job right. Can't you got your kids right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my kids right. Sure. Which I guess this is kind of like another kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except yes, I didn't have to have on, them. On a I didn't have to have episode. unprotected sex. 
No. Yeah, on a previous episode, we were talking about like having book showers instead of baby oh. showers. Like you should have a book shower. Oh wow! But I'm not gonna lie to you, Katrina. The reason I've been stalling also, I don't want a virtual book thing. Like oh, meaning, like I, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm actually okay with it pushing more to 2022 because we're opening up more and people are getting vaccinated yeah. and people are traveling more. People are out there. Events that are happening. I not only want, and I'm a, I promise you, I'm a very humble person, but I deserve my fucking big day and a big gallery with okay. all my photos. And I, and I don't want no stupid virtual photo. I want people to come and come get the book Experience and I sign every copy. For, yeah. yeah, I want to be in fucking the Grove at Barnes and Noble signing books in the fan. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely going to be a tour. Yeah. I've already like tested out the tour with the Gold Couch. I did Cleveland before. I did um, LA's um, Revolt Music Conference, Atlanta's Revolt Music Conference. And when I tell you it was the most visited oh. like like um, display or whatever, the Gold yeah. Couch, like crazy. So I'm prepared to take that tour on the road. So I don't want a virtual. Yeah, Detroit, can't wait to have you. I will 100% <laughs> be there. I'm going to do it I'll right outside the court, the court statue. <laughs> yes, Katrina. <laughs> okay so is there anything else that we should look out for you for in the next i don't know year year and a half anything on the pipeline that's coming um, up um uh, i'm not sure when this airs but i mean Khaled album we're finishing up we're wrapping up it's going to be phenomenal um so many good artists so many good hit, hit records we have on there um i have a collaboration coming with bape uh the clothing brand nice um, nice yeah yeah like, like, a, like apparel camera straps bags Stuff like that, and then um, a couple of other things, but those are, those are locked in, solid, and ready to go. Perfect, love it. That's exciting. I love yeah. the idea of the yeah, camera strap. I know, oh, I feel yeah, like that's so, so fitting dope. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's no, it's really dope. Really dope. Yeah, that's really creative. I can't wait. All right, so do you think it's that time, KJ? It is. This is my favorite yeah. time of the show. Oh, okay. shit. We have one more thing. When it's over? Oh. No, he gets so nervous. I mean, her, fa- her favorite part is when it's over? Like, yes. Get him out no, of this, this favorite part. This is my favorite part. You'll see. <laughs> All right. So do you want to pull a quickie with us? Uh, yeah. I mean, let's go. <laughs> cool. So I'm going to ask you some questions. You don't get to think okay. about it. You just have to answer. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Are they okay. like... Rapid wait, fire. Wait. I don't know. No, rapid fire. Like, I answer all the rapid fire. You're giving me two choices and I'm answering one of the two. It's a little bit of both. Some of them you okay, need okay, to be okay. answer. Some of it's one or the other. Okay. You sure you're ready? Do you need to take a sip of your spritz before we go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I finished it. I'm okay, good. perfect. All right, cool. Okay, perfect. here we All go. Right, We're going to pull a quickie with Lenny, you guys. Take it Take yeah. it away, Sarah. Okay. New York or L.A.? <laughs> L.A. Now, now. Not in life in general. No, <laughs> you don't get to explain. <laughs> Um, uh, if you could be in any other professional role, what would it be? Uh, I'd be a culin- culinary uh, world. I'd be a chef. I knew that's what you were going to say. Uh, grateful for dot, dot, dot. Uh, children and hip hop culture. I love. Um, people. Most anticipated album of 2021. Um, DJ Khaled, Khaled album and, and Drake's album. Ideal vacation destination. Um, Maldives. Favorite artist of all time. Um, Jay Z. Three things you couldn't live without on a deserted island. Uh, camera, music, and um, food. 
my guilty pleasure is? Um, the, the cake and desserts. <laughs> unless, unless you meant like reality shows, maybe reality shows. Okay, well, it, it was an open, open answer, so okay. that works. <laughs> Craziest DM you've ever you've ever received. Um. Okay, so it was it was like a sort of like a DM along with a present, and it was like, "Yo, um, please, man, you're the you're one of the gatekeepers in the music business. Uh, please open the door for me. I'll do anything for you to let me in the door. You're already in the door. Let me in the door." And they, at the same time, I read that I got a package delivery. They they sent me a door from Home Depot, like a big, heavy door, like like with the Lenny S. Let me in the door. Um, that's yeah, how creative. That was, yeah, it was nuts though. That, Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and then the last question: <laughs> to Fed work or not to Fed work? Um, no disrespect, guys, but to not Fed work. No disrespect. We get it. We yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You saw so, you good? With us. I saw you. Want to say hello? Come here. Come here. You gonna take a bath? Say hello to my friends real quick. This is Katrina and Sarah. Oh my God, so cute! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you after. Okay. My little nephew aside. Oh, he's so cute. Aww. Um. Okay, did I, did I do a decent job? Are we good? Yeah. Great job. Thank you so much. I'm so happy we finally got to have you on. Yeah, sorry for the delay. I don't know. No, it's no, not. Katrina, I, I wanted to do it. Sarah kept, Sarah kept saying, next week, next week, next week. She was like, <laughs> she was like, when you get up, she said, when you when I get my buzz up. And I was like, cool, whenever. <laughs> I mean, we were waiting. No, we just trying to match your energy. We just trying to match your energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. Thank you guys for having me. I it's appreciate so much fun. It. Thank you. Of course. We'll talk to you okay. soon. Thanks, Lenny. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.